Amen. Well, we're going to start out with the title today. It's called New Day. Everybody glad that we got a fresh day? I've been just having this turn around in my spirit all week, and I'm excited to share that with you. Um, and I just thought about when I think about a new day, it's fresh. It's the day that the Lord has made. And I believe there's something that the Lord has for us today. And I believe he has something for us every day. And I believe that as we spend time with God, he will cultivate these things in our heart to show us when to move, when to stay, when to listen, when to love. I think it's always a good time to love. Amen? You know, he wants us to, to love one another. He wants us to love the lost. But, you know, also we're going to stand for what God says. So I want to read what we got here in our scripture. It's in Isaiah 43, 19. And it says, Behold, I'm about to do something new. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness and streams in the desert. And so, you know, as we're looking at this, we realize this is when God's people were coming out of 70 years of exile. And, and the prophet Isaiah is speaking this. And what I love about the, the word of God, a lot of times we're, we're speaking and we're saying, well, we're, we're waiting for it. We're waiting for it. But when God says something, he already sees it happen. He knows the beginning from the end. He, he's not bound by time. And I tell you what, that's why we need to be on his schedule and not ours so many times. So I got a couple of things in my notes I just wanted to share. I mean, I took a lot of notes here because I thought, this is really cool stuff. Behold, it actually means to stand in awe and be amazed. So when God says, behold, he said, check this out. Hold my Bible. Check this out. It's coming. It's going down. This is what he's saying. Look, get ready. Watch. Wow, this is what's going on. So it's so important to realize when God makes a statement, not only does he tell us what's coming, but it's about his character, about his redeeming love for us. In the same breath, he's telling us, hey, look, I'm going to do something new. We could go, we could go way deep in that and, and realize that, you know what, when you're looking at different things, hey, he, he overcame the law. He abolished the law. He fulfilled the law, I should say, and moved on so that we have a way to come to heaven through the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, behold, something new. And that's the good news. But as we go through here, I believe that the Lord is saying behold to us. As a church family, we know we've got a lot of cool stuff coming on. We've been praying for some time now, and many of y'all know, and if, if they hadn't uh, made it out last week, we had an announcement that we'll be moving soon in the next several weeks to our new location. So give God a hand on that. We praise God where we'll be able to have three times the, the seating pretty much um, and on the main road in Pocosin. So we'll get all that out and appreciate everything and all the prayers and all the giving and all the doing behind the scenes. So with that being said, he's doing a new thing. He's stretching us, Right? There's, there's challenges, there's changes, but there's the same God who is always faithful. And as we move forward, I pray that that is our focus, regardless of what color we paint, how big the sign is, how many seats we get, where, whatever it is, that our focus is, behold, he's going to do a new thing. And you know, the new thing doesn't start with a building, it starts with our heart. It starts with our heart cultivating and saying, man, look how God is working in this. How, how many of you know sometimes when something change comes up, we get a little antsy right in life and then when you get in the middle of change you get real antsy but when you get on the other side of change and you see everything fall into place in God's place you go whoo thank you Lord for that change right you see it in relationships you see it in jobs you see it in our children you see it all types of stuff you see it in, in the government you say whoo I'm glad this one out this one in or this one's coming in this one's going out or whatever the case is but let me tell you God is not surprised by what's happening in your life in my life or in the world. So take great comfort in knowing that he's going to make something new come out of it and it's going to be a good thing. So I want to ask you something. 
as we're talking about this, what's our response to, to, to a new day? And I don't want to tip my hand too much. i got some really cool slides. But I, I, want to, I want to just set the stage with this. You know, is it refreshing? You know, are we going to look so much at our circumstances and, and not take courage in, in the promises of God? We're stepping out in faith, man, on the building. We're stepping out. And I don't mean me. I mean we. Because we're a team, baby. We're, we're in the family of God. But you know what? God is faithful. Amen. How many people believe that getting the gospel message out is probably one of the most important things we could ever do? Amen. That's what we're going to be about. We're going to keep sharing the message. We're going to keep inviting. We're going to keep sharing the good news. And behold, God's going to do some transforming, not only in their life, but usually what happens is he starts working in our life. He starts working in our life first. So I didn't realize when all these messages the Lord was giving coming on down and, and doing our thing, that how he was preparing us for what we're looking at now, next week, the week after. Now, we kind of know that in our mind, but I'm telling you what, we're starting to see the fingerprints of God working in the new day. So with that being said, I, I wonder, are you expecting God to do something new and exciting in your life? Starting now. Do you come today prepared to say, Lord, you know, I want to hear what you're going to speak to me. I speak the message, and I try to get out of the way. I pray about this. I know so many people pray when we do the message. But ultimately, Holy Spirit's going to take this message and, and touch your heart with it. It may be different for him. It may be different for her. But it's going to be on time for what we all need because I know God is an on-time God. And so that's what I'd say today as we go in here. Are we realizing that God has made a way? I, I wrote in here and said, God has made a way, a road to lead with rivers and provision and refreshing. You know what? I guess when they were going out in the desert, they were thinking, man, where are we going to get our water? Man, where are we going to get this? You know, these guys were, had been in exile for 70 years. They're stepping out. They're getting out. We talked last week about Moses bringing the people out. But guess what? Moses didn't bring the people out. The Lord brought the people out through Moses. Amen? Think about that. God's going to do something miraculous in your family through you. God's going to do something miraculous in our church through us. But he gets the glory. He's the one turning it. He's the one moving it. And that's what we're going to see today. So there's so much going on. I love this. It says, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Rivers of living water will brim and spill out of the depths of, of anyone who believes in me. That's John 7, 38. Man, are you ready for a refreshing are you ready for that new day? And I tell you what, we say, well, you know, it's already about 10, 15. I guess new day is tomorrow. No, it's now. So let's jump in and talk about a few things in our new day. One of the things I see here, I said, how do you greet each new day? Now, being a pastor and even before that, I, I've always been a people person. I've talked to a lot of people, and I've talked to a lot of people that have been through a lot of things. I've been through a few things, but I've talked to people that have been through a lot of things. And when they get close to death's door and the Lord blesses them to stay a little bit longer, they tend to have a different view. Have you ever noticed that? Have you ever noticed that? Have you ever talked to somebody after that? I had one of my buddies, man, was rough around the edges. He used to come listen to my band all the time. Loved this guy. Took off out of the parking lot on his motorcycle. Woom. He didn't hit the telephone pole. He hit the guide wire. And it cut him from his toe all the way up, he survived. It was a long time. Actually, Mr. Keep the Promises, I say, was his dad. During that time, I was ministering to my buddy, 
I end up being very good friends with his dad, and many of y'all know the story. Another man spoke into my life, buddy, keep, keep the promise, keep promising what's going on. We're seeing that lived out today, but I, I'm hitting the front half of that story. But the reason I mentioned that, I remember my buddy saying, when I'd go get him, you know, I said, man, come on, let's just, once he got home and stuff and going through rehab and everything else, I'd get him in a try. I said, let's go get something to eat. I guess that's what I think is a lot of us do. We just throw food at stuff. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what to do. Let's, let's go eat. Yeah. We go pray and everything else, but we go, man, we, we just need to go eat. It's got to be all right. So I take him, and we're driving, and I got the air conditioner on. He goes, uh, man, can we turn that off? I said, what are you cold? He goes, no. He said, I want to feel the sun on my face. I want to feel the breeze in my hair, right? And I was waiting for him to do like the dog, you know? And he's got that down, and man, he's got that ponytail way back here, man, and we're cruising. I said, where do you want to go? He said, I don't care, man, just drive. I said, and I said, even then, I said, what are you thinking? He said, man, I'm going to tell you something. Each day that I have now, that sun has become a little bit brighter. That wind has become a little bit sweeter. It's good. Was he still in pain? Absolutely. Did things change in his life? Absolutely. But there were some things that changed for the good, too. And as we go through change, let me tell you, my buddy was greeting each day a little bit different than he did the day before. Now, I believe this. I don't believe God causes those things by no reason, right? By no means. I believe God can work through those things, right? There's a big difference in that, right? But so I ask you, with your new day, how do you greet each day, you know? I, I, I think about it myself. Sometimes you get up, your body don't want to, you know, work with you. You sit down, you know, you're sitting on the side of bed, you're moving your toes. You're thinking, man, I should have went to bed. How many people wake up in the morning thinking, I should have went to bed earlier? <laughs> Am I the only one? I'm going, wow. And not only that, now I got this little Fitbit thing that proves it. Because it'll tell you how long you sleep and how much you've been awake and everything else and all that. I need one that tells you how many times your wife elbows you for snoring. Going to be a long ride home. But anyway. You know, when you go through those things, man, you start looking at things different. And so I asked you today, what do you focus on? And, and this, is a, this is what I, I wrote down here. Is it dread? Is it happiness? Is it excitement or whatever? Or are you so focused on what you've been hold, what's been holding you captive that you miss what God set before you? Come on now, that'll preach. Are you so focused on what's wrong that you don't see anything that's good? Anybody ever know somebody like that? Anybody ever looked at somebody like that in the mirror? We can do that. It's all about our perspective. And I pray through looking through the word of God, today we'll start seeing, man, what's going on? So my next question is, how, but why? Whatever it is, if you're happy, why? If you're depressed, why? If you're scared, why? If you've you got fear in your life, why? If you've got doubt in your life, why? Because sometimes you've got to realize your why so you can fix, fix your how. Right? And what's going on? So, so let me dig in a little bit more. I said, what's in your head and your heart will soon start shaping your actions. You believe that? Whatever you start focusing on, I got to be honest, right? I've been focusing on a few things. I've been putting in a lot of prayer time. And I was hoping Michael didn't see this, but he did. I'm driving with the trailer. And I'm thinking, yeah, I need to tell the guys this and everything else and all that. And Michael's out here. And I go by the church. And I'm driving with the trailer. I'm going, well, missed that turn. Not only did I miss that turn, I missed that turn. I missed that turn. And I thought, well, I guess I could go around the block. 
I come back, and I, and I got down here, and I came down. I said, Michael's there. I know he saw that, didn't he? I was going to say, oh, I'll just make sure all that grease in the barrens was getting straight, right? So then I was looking around, and we got a lot of boxes with a lot of cords. So I put my foot on this box, and I said, hey, Tanya, have you seen that box with all the micro stuff in it? And she's like, you mean that one? Okay, I'll use that one just in case. Can you see what's happening? There's a lot of things going on, right? A lot of times, you know, you think, man, I, I, I yeah, man, because guess what? I'm thinking, don't forget you got to do the funeral today. Don't forget you got to go to mom's today. Don't forget you got to tell them that today. Don't forget, you know, all these things. And I said, well, you know what, big boy? Don't forget to pray. So I settled down and said, you know what, Lord? It's a new day. You're already showing me this message right here in my heart. See, I'm going to tell you something I found as a pastor. These things, right, they start pouring through your life. I'm not just up here talking about it. It's been a, it's been a working in my life all, all week. I didn't say I perfected it as I just came clean with you. Yeah, all you got to do is just jump up here. Man, I was going past it. We've been here seven and a half years. I ain't never run by the building. Ran by two streets, come back. But why is that? Because things and circumstances can slip in, am I speaking to anybody, and start taking over where God needs to be. Come on now. That don't mean I'm not saved. That don't mean, you know what, I'm secure in Jesus. But I'm going to tell you what. It would do me well and all of us well, and I know this, and I did pray today, right? But you get a lot on your plate. Guess what? You can't hold it all. Like I tell the guys at work, I say, we can't do 100 things good. It's funny. Does this happen to anybody else or is it just me? Because I'll say something and everything else, and I know what's going to happen. Within my lifetime, within a week, within a day, within six months, that very thing I said, the Lord's going to say, you can't do 100 good things good, right? <laughs> I heard my own self say that. I go, I know. You got to take your own medicine sometimes, right? I don't ever want to get above taking my own medicine because I'm going to tell you what. When I'm, when I'm here, I'm not preaching at you. I'm talking with you. What I say, I'm preaching to me first, right? So what's the why? A lot of times we get so busy, we lose our focus. Let's regroup. Look at this. What feeds your decisions? When you make a decision, is it a snap decision? Is it because you want to stop the pain decision? All right, we got some of those. Or do we actually pray about it? Think about that. Some of the last decisions that y'all have made. And, and you know what's funny is it might not even be the big ones. Now, I'm, I'm not saying, does anybody pray about where they're going to eat? I don't probably do that. Maybe I should. I do pray, Lord, give me opportunities wherever I go. So, but I'm just, in there, I'm, just, I'm just asking some questions. So you, you think about those things. Do we respond from the promises of God or from the circumstances of life? You can write that down. Think about that. When you make your decision, do you respond from the circumstances of life or from the promises of God. See, if I'm thinking about what God said and who, who he is and what he's done, and, and I want to tip my hand a little bit, if you guys have not been making it out on Tuesday night, come on down. We've been, we've been studying a lot of different things about unshakable faith. Last week we talked about, uh, well, the week before was like our inheritance, and I incorporated it into the message. Last week we were talking about promises of God and, and prayer. You know, a lot of times, oh, yeah, I studied on prayer, I studied on prayer. I'm going to tell you what, I don't think we could ever study enough on prayer. Because what was happening was, uh, through our study, it really didn't so much focus on prayer 
as much, this is my takeaway, as who we're talking to and what we're talking about. See, when I know who I'm praying to, when I know whose I am and who, who I am and what God can do and what he will do and what he's going to bring us through, my whole prayer life starts changing. How about you guys? It's not, well, maybe we, maybe you won't. It's like, Lord, I know you. I know what you said. I know what your promises are. I'm going to stand on that. So what feeds your decision has a lot to do about what you're feeding on. I said what you meditate, and this is kind of the same thing, but I want to hone in a little bit. What you meditate on frames your everything. All right, that's probably not good English, but it is true. It, it, it fixes your everything. Everything, everything. So whatever thing's going on, you, you think about what you, you, you just focus on. Have you ever thought about something you just say, Man, I tell you what, I can't believe that guy said that to me yesterday. I cannot believe they said that. So you go the rest of the day and you think about it. And then you don't sleep because you thought the guy said something about that. And then, then you don't even, you know, all weekend you're thinking about it. And then you go to work on Monday and you say, man, if that guy says that, I'm going to lay him out. I'm going to put it right there. And the guy goes, hey, how's it going? And you find out he wasn't even talking to you. He wasn't even talking about you. We take everything so personal. This is something I've been seeing a lot of, all right? Have y'all noticed this? And maybe just because everything's so fast on the phone and everything. Have you seen this before? Just here lately, just going to ask you. People get real sensitive, real fast. I mean real fast about anything. I, 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 see, it, I see it all the time. I see it everywhere. I see it at work. I see it at work. You trying to say something? About, yeah, I, I, we can't hardly even finish a thought because you know what? We're so focused on I know what I'm going. I'm going to do this. I got it. I got it. I got it. I don't even want to hear it. See, a lot of times, we just want, we, we want to do it our way. But see, in, in the body of Christ and in, in, in families and in relationships, we got to listen sometimes. Yes, I am preaching to me. See, I know that my hearing's not good. We was up in the building the other day, and Michael's talking, right? I got a, and it echoes because everything's out of it. And I start, Michael's walking. I'm like this. So this will be Michael. He looks much better in person, but anyway, this will be Michael. And I can't, he's talking, and as soon as he turns, it's like, something like that. And he's saying something else, and I'm going, and I know he's going, dude, back up, back up. And I said, Mike, I can't hear nothing. I, I mean, I hear sounds, but it's like, right? But then, I could, then I'm like, look at me. Got it, right? And the reason I say that is, I know my hearing's bad sometimes, but I'm working on my listening getting better. Does that make any sense? See, that's how, yeah, I heard that. Okay, yeah, man. About anything. What about with our kids? What about our spouses? What about, what about any of those things? What about on the job? You know? Have you ever had somebody do this on the job, right? You tell them, say, hey, we need to, we're going to say, we're going to stack the chairs, we're going to paint this, and then we're going to come back for lunch. And you say, hey, man, I, I got a little job for us. Okay. And I'm talking, and I say, hey, we're going to stack the chairs, and they're going, and they're walking off, and I'm still, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and, and they're gone, right? I wonder if that's what happens in our prayer time with God. We go, hey, God, I need, I need, I need, and he's getting ready to tell you what you need, and we're walking off. You're getting ready to drive to church, should be focusing on what we're going to do here, right? But you're thinking about 900 other things. Guilty, right? So today, this is in my face. This is in my face. It's a new day, but I need to watch and focus on what God has for us. I've got a good scripture for you guys to write down if you'd like to. 
Psalm 94, 19, it says, When doubt fills my mind, you comfort and gave me renewed hope and cheer. So if you're missing the mark every now and then, guess what? You got some doubt and everything else. Be of good courage because God wants to renew your hope and your joy and your cheer. That's the great thing I love about the Lord, that we can always come back. He doesn't cut us out. He opens up so that we can walk with him, learn from him, and be a mirror for him, you know? As we get ready to move, right, we're going to be on the front line. Guess what? Boom, Lord, help us to be a reflection for Christ, right? Lord, when we leave here today, when we go somewhere else and grab something to eat, are we going to be a reflection for Christ, right? How are we going to, how are we going to do that? Are we going to, we're going to, you know, jump in front of somebody in the drive-thru? Man, I've been at church. I'm hungry. Get out of the way, <laughs> right? How many people, just got to know, have a major craving for Chick-fil-A on Sundays? How does that happen? You know they closed. One of Jesse's buddies sometimes, they tell me, say, man, you know what, I'm going to buy today. Yeah, he says, yeah, yeah, go to Chick-fil-A, I'm going to buy. He always says that on a Sunday. I can't remember which one. Maybe it was Thomas's buddy. One of the kids said, yeah, I'll buy today. They're like, what? Yeah, let's do it. I'll tell you what. They're always thinking. But I want you to see this today, that the Lord brings comfort. He brings renewed hope. So whatever that thing is, Whatever that wall is, whatever that hurdle is, whatever that decision is, God's more than enough and faithful enough to see us through and help us through. It's a new day. Take a fresh attitude about it. Take God's word and lay it down. Y'all remember in the, in the Bible there was a fellow, there was a king, and they said that they were coming, uh, they were coming after him. Can't remember the guy's name right off there. This is a, a sidebar. It's not even in the notes. And everybody's, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? He says, man, I'm going to lay the... I'm gonna lay the the word of God out before, right, in the, right, right before the Lord and pray. And the Bible says, man, you know what? The Lord took care of it. Do we actually lay our problems at the feet of Jesus? Do we actually, and I believe we do. But you know what I believe we also do? We pick them back up, right? Can you imagine if we had decisions that, that everybody had just in the backpack when they came in? decisions, prayer requests, everything else. And I said, you know what, we're going to pray about it. And everybody brought them right up to the altar, man. And they laid them right there. Boom, we prayed, Lord, I'm laying them at your feet. I'm trusting, Lord, you to, to finish what you're going to do in my life. I'm trusting, Lord, that, that you're going to take care of that. I wonder how many of us would turn around and go, amen, and grab that and just carry it back on our backs again. Anybody been guilty of that? Instead of leaving it at the altar? Not only do we pick it back up, we drag half the altar with us, right? Jesus paid the price. Let's keep on rolling. So what are you going to do with your new day today? Are you going to get a fresh look, a fresh perspective? Are we going to keep the Bible open? Because with a new day, guess what? There are new opportunities. How many people like new opportunities? How many new opportunities sometimes scare people? Good. We got new opportunities coming, right? But every day brings forth some new opportunities. How we're going to choose to treat our spouses, how we're going to answer, how we're going to do our job, how we're going to spend our money, how we're going to pray. When's the last time you just stopped and prayed for somebody? You know? I had something the other day, and this ain't nobody thing. I'm just saying, it's just, it's just you know, sometimes I get busy. Y'all get busy? But I never want to be too busy and miss out what God's doing. 
So I went to a restaurant. The place was packed. I set up the, the, the restaurant, the little bar thing, and I ordered. And there was an older lady there, and I said, hey, how you doing today? She said, I'm doing good. I said, did you order yet? Because if they're going to, you want to order yet? She said, I'm thinking about what I want to get. I said, well, what, what, what would you like? She said, I'd like to get this type of omelet with everything on it. She said, but that's expensive. She said, so I will probably just get this. I said, what type of omelet did you say you like? One with all that out there? Yeah, yeah. I said, okay. So they came back and I said, I'd like to get such and such such, and we want one of those omelets with all the stuff on it. Everything. What else you want? You don't have to do that. I said, no, but would you let me do that? She said, yeah. I said, well, thanks for letting me be a blessing. That's not a buddy thing. I'm just saying, see, some people, and maybe she could have swung it or not, but the point was, I just wanted to be a blessing. And I wouldn't normally bring that up, but it, it has a point here, okay? Because there was opportunity. I could have said, oh, yeah, you're you right there. Hi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you might have to work some overtime, you know? Uh, you know, wouldn't that be something? That's what the world would say. Excuse me. I don't know what she wants. She's, she's complaining. I'm going to go ahead and get what I want. That wasn't the case. Do you know the blessing I had from eating breakfast with this lady and talking about stuff? and sharing thing that far surpassed whatever little bit whatever it was you can't buy that you can't turn around and put a, a dollar sign on that but you know what's so neat was it's just like man you know what i thought i thought man if my mama was sitting up here and maybe she wanted something or didn't have the money where well, i'd pray somebody would get her something you know you ever thought about that? If, if that was one of my kids and they were somewhere else and they were going eeny, meeny, miny, moe, and what to order, I would pray somebody say, you know what? I got it today. You know? What are you talking about? Pay it forward. Do, do whatever like that. Because you know what? I can't put it in the box. I already had Michael make one, right? <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? It won't fit in the box. The extra, the extra burrito or whatever thing she wanted, Whatever, omelet, well, it was a burrito omelet. What, you know what? If your stomach can take it, baby, I'll get it for you. Whatever. <laughs> but you know what? It was an opportunity. How many opportunities do we miss? Let's not miss anyone. What about opportunities to serve? What kind of opportunities? You say, well, here's a few of them, you know. And, and you, let me ask you this. How's your serving going? Right? How's your serving going? Just asking. Today, the Lord has been all over me today, man. This is my presence. I left today, saw my neighbor. He's in his 80s. He's out. He was trimming his tree. I'm thinking, man, I should be over there trimming that tree. He waved everything. He likes doing stuff like that. And then I got to think, I ain't talked to him in three weeks. My next door neighbor. He lives by himself. I probably ought to knock on his door, right? Or I could say, well, man, I'm busy. I'm just too busy. I'm just too busy. I shouldn't be that busy. I shouldn't be that busy that I can't say, hey, everything good? And sometimes I, I do better than others. I'm just, I'm just being very transparent. But that hurt my heart. I was like, man, I, I could have done that. I could have done that. I could have checked on him. Sometimes serving don't always mean doing. Sometimes it means being. And what I mean by that is being available. Because I'm going to tell you what, we can be busy. That doesn't make you better. You're liable to, to miss out on the very thing God wants you to, to, to see, right? The very thing that God wants to use you in. Look at this. Love this scripture here. 
John 12, 26, whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. Look at this. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Man. First, I think it's all about our heart, right? Uh, we should serve from a heart of gratitude. Gratitude. And then I said, next we should know that we don't have to. You hear us say this a lot, but we get to. We get to. We get to serve, right? And then I said, but but, but really puts all the, the, the things in, in the, the right places. What is our motive? See, it goes back to our heart, right? Do I do it because I got to or do it because I get to? You know? I can promise you this. Uh, I try to take good care of my mom. And sometimes I get a little tired, I get a little wore down. But I promise you this, my mama never knows. I will sit there and give myself a pep talk because I will never let her see me sweat. And I will never let her feel like that she's any type of burden. Never. That is my goal. Never. Whatever you want, mama. Now, she can, she can work you now. Won't she, Miles? <laughs> I got to tell a story, Miles. I got to tell a story. Miles, come over and do some plumbing. And, and, and Mama's house is old, and we're trying to get it. We're trying to make it happen, everything else. I said, Miles, what do you think? He said, well, I could do this, I could do that, but, man, I'm afraid to do this because I might have to rip out that, you know what I mean? And they'd been in the house since 1963, and my dad was a, 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 one of the best patchers you'll ever find. Well, it's coming to roost right now. So Miles, he said, well, we're doing this, and my mom, she's taking it all in. And she looks at you, Miles, and says, did I get it right? She said, are you going to fix it? <laughs> is that what she said? He said, yes, Miss Ruthie, I'm going to fix it. <laughs> he went on back in. You know, she, she didn't know about all the other stuff. She didn't know about the, the, the pee trap and the door and the, and the flushing this out and the sink and everything else. Miles said, well, we could do this. Man, we're thinking we're doing this and all that. Mom just wants to know, is it finished? Can you handle it? What's going on? <laughs> he told me that. I said, welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. Oh, you got to love it, though. But, you know, and it bothers just smile. Yeah, Miss Ruth, we're going to get it. And sometimes, you know, we go through life. Sometimes we need somebody to just say, excuse me, are we moving forward? Can we, can we just, are we doing this, right? But sometimes we just get overwhelmed with stuff because we're looking at all the pieces of the puzzle when maybe we should be looking to the one that knows the answer, Right? We need to be looking to the Lord, serving him. Let's take a look at a couple other things. Now, I, I want to get a little deeper. I'm going a little layer by layer today, guys. What about new opportunities in your spiritual growth? And this is, this is my definition here. It's the, the process, I want you to see that, of becoming more and more like Jesus. How's that process going? Right? Is God still molding you? Let me tell you, I've been on the potter's wheel this morning already. I'm just telling you. Me and my buddy used to do this. We used to do this. I told y'all before. When guys working on us, we used to do this. You know what that means? He put more water on there because he's molding you, baby. He's molding you. So today I had, you know, he's molding, right? And that's okay. Because even though our salvation is, a, is, is <clears throat> secure, it's complete, when we call on the name of Jesus, put our faith and trust in the finished work of the cross. He says, you're secure. Turn from your sin, turn to Jesus. He's the only way to heaven, right? That's secure. But we will go through a process of maturing to be more like Jesus, amen? <clears throat> Let's look at it this way. Thomas and Justin, they're born. There's a baby, boom. They're my child. 
but they're going to mature. They're going to grow, just like us in the Lord. Talk about the new birth. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. You're in the family of God. Boom. But you're going to learn and you're going to grow. We should be maturing, right? We shouldn't be the same place we were last year or even last week, hopefully. But you know what? <clears throat> we got to be moldable. So let me ask you this. How's the spiritual growth going? Have you ever thought about that? <clears throat> Let's take a look at this. One of the things we could do, we need to invest, Okay. This is funny. When you say anything about investing at church, everybody goes, oh, grab my wallet. I ain't talking about money. It could be that. I'm talking about investing yourself in the things of God. Investing yourself in the kingdom of God. Isn't that something? I could tell you as my life goes on and, and things like that, and I see how God is moving in my life. How about you guys? I want to be more involved. I want to be more involved in what God's doing. I want to invest in what, what he's talking about. I want, I want to share the gospel more. I want to read his word more. I, I want to speak to people more. I want to share about the goodness of God more. How about you? Because you know what? I want to become more and more like Jesus. I want to shed off the old buddy Chapman and keep on going. Many times when I pray, when I get ready to say, Lord, hide me behind you. Right? Hide me behind, behind you. I love it that my friends and family come, my brothers and sisters come, but come to hear from the Lord. And man, I'm going to do my very best to get out of the way and give you the message just as clear as I feel like God's giving it to me. But you know what? God's doing that in your life too. I see from the way y'all check on each other, love on each other, care for one another, and not just here, pray for one another. Pray for different folks. You hadn't met, you didn't know them or anything else, but you know that you're becoming in that process more and more like Jesus because you know what? As you invest time with him, he cultivates your heart. And your actions start looking different. At least they should, right? Hey, that doesn't mean that we don't revert back every now and then. But what it does mean, that you know what? God is still training us up. And he trains us up and sends us out. Trained us up and sent us out, right? Making disciples. That's what he tells us to do, to make disciples. So think about this. Man, dis you know, be disciples for others. I said, help mold the next generation. And help care for the generation that is ahead of you. What would the world look like if we did that? What happens if you poured in to those that was coming right up behind you? And what would happen if you cared for those that are just a little bit in front of you? Man, let me tell you. That process would be shining. What happens many times now, the world says, well, you got to get it. You gotta, you, nobody's going to do nothing for you. you got to do it yourself. Self-made man. Let's see. Uh, what? I don't know about y'all. I am grateful for the folks that the Lord has put in my life. Sometimes it might be somebody just saying, hey, you know, you shouldn't do that. Hey, maybe it should be something else. Hey, maybe I could give you a hand there. This is this has been funny. If the guys watch it, they'll love this. We've been back and forth, the guys that helped me at work and stuff, and I said, we got, we got to eat in town today because we got to stop by the church, right? And the next day I said, well, we got to eat in town today because i got to drop something off on the church. So about Friday, I said, i got to, I got to come clean with y'all. They said, what's up? I said, y'all been in church more in the last five days than you've been in the last ten years. <laughs> they said, you funny, ain't you, boy? I said, come on. I said, y'all know where it's at now, so when the door's open, come on. But we have a good time. And, and, and you know, I want, to, I want to say this. It's not so much about us getting into church. It's about the church getting in us. Somebody say amen about that. It's about the church getting in us. And guess what? We'll go out and tell them. And we'll leave the doors open and show them. 
And we're going to keep on sharing. And we're going to keep on going. And I tell you what, because this is the mission. Train ourselves up. And then let's send us, send us out. Lord, send us out into the highways and the hedges. Sometimes it's not always comfortable. But you know what? Anybody work out? It's not usually comfortable. It's not. Man, you got to get in there. I look back. I'm going to tell you what. I've been trying to cut back. Lost a little bit. I went through some stuff the other day. I can't even wear a headband that I used to have. <laughs> I thought it was a wristband. I said, boy, your noggin is swole. I got to push away. Don't get me started. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Man, I mean, I'll get going for a while, and I was like, man, I got to look out. But, you know, with each one of those opportunities, I could do some pushaways. But I used to do the slide-ups, right? It's like they know that I'm coming, and the lady's up there changing the dessert thing. I said, I'm, I'm strong, I'm strong. I didn't like that other stuff anyway. What did they put up there? Putting in that little thing. Carrot cake. You've got to be kidding. <laughs> That's my kryptonite, man. I said, I said is, is the carrot cake any good? Oh, it's the best. I said, yeah. I made it through a couple times, but I'm I, I pray for you, Pastor. <laughs> new opportunities. I might need new stretch pants, but that's all right. You know, it's crazy. But you know, it's so so amazing as we talk about our physical, uh, just our physical shape. But you know what? We can really tune a lot of that into our spiritual shape too. You know, if I'm feeding on stuff that's not healthy on, for me. It's not going to do good. If I'm feeding on things of the world instead of things of the word, it's not healthy for my spirit, right? It's not going to produce the spiritual, spiritual growth for me to be more like Jesus. Have, have, you, have you seen that? I had somebody tell me the other day, they were saying, over the last few months, people say, Bo, you should have changed. I said, is it for the better? They said, yes, yeah, for the better. I said, well, that's good. See, the more time we spend with Jesus... The more time we spend in God's word, the more time we're, we're studying his word, the more time that we're praying, it should be doing something in our life, shouldn't it? It should be weeding that garden, right? And, and that's my prayer. And I will tell you, I'd like to tell you, man, my garden don't have any weeds. Man, I got moles. I don't know all those little plants. Grandmama could tell you all those different things, the buttercups, all that stuff. But thankfully, God will still use us as he's pruning our heart as he's still moving forward. And so I want to tell you today, if you think, man, I don't qualify. Guess what? We don't on our own, but we qualify in Christ. Amen. That's the good news. So we talked a little bit about a couple things here. We talked about a new day. We talked about new opportunities. It's changed, man. It's changed everything else. How many sometimes you just like stop the, 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 the wheel? You ever get on that thing? Now, how many people have, have lived around here a long time? All right. How many people... Know what I'm getting ready to say? The, the, the little merry-go-round over there by the rocket place on, on uh, Mercury. Anybody get on there? Anybody ever get on there with my sister? I'm still reeling. Oh, come on, bud. I don't know if I want to get on there. You going to go slow? <laughs> yes. Somebody said the other day, you got a pretty good grip, man. You got that right. I've been holding on to stuff. My sister been spinning me since I'm about five years old. So my dad will go over there. He's got his shoe in the back. He's over there. He's over here. He's over here. My mom, she ain't going to get out of the car. She says, I wish we could go home. And Donna's like, come on. Come on. And my dad, he's up there looking at the aircraft. I worked on one of those right there. Did y'all see that? I worked on weird. Yeah, weird. You know, I was over in Vietnam over there on that one. And I go, 
Okay? So Donna's got to help me get on the little, now let me tell you, the, the, what do you call that thing? Merry-go-round? That's a lie. It's a, it's a circular torture treatment. You get on that baby right there, and so Donna's going like this. She's going, she, you're doing that, and you go, oh, is that good? And, and my hair won't even blow because I ain't got nothing. It's about this high. I'm going around. I'm going around. And she, she said, well, why don't we wait till everybody gets off so we can have it by herself? See, my sister's smart enough to know she'd probably go to jail if she's putting somebody else's kid like that. She gets me on. I'm getting on there. And she says, all right. She said, hold on, bud. Oh, you better hold on, bud. She's going. She's going. So she goes from the hop, right, to the full-blown, like, track star. I mean, I feel like a card in the spoke. I mean, we're going around. She's going, hey, do you like it? Do you like it? Do you like it? And my eyes are going, you, 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 you. And then I go, I can't even let go. What is it, the inertia? I'm pulling G's on that baby now. I mean, ain't got a wrinkle at all, man. That's what didn't, I need to get on there now. Like this. I mean, I'm going. And all of a sudden, I see my little fingers going, bang, ding. I'm going, dang, and she's still going, and we're probably doing like three miles an hour, but I felt like I'm doing 100, and I go, ah, shoo, 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 boy, what are you doing, you're going to track all that in my car, well, I'm bleeding now, I'm getting on the sand out and everything else, and the reason I thought about that, isn't that like life, we get on that merry-go-round in life, and we're all right as long as this is going in the direction we want. And we like it when we ooh, get a little breeze and you're waving. You might even do this. All right. But then somebody gets on there and says, we're going we're gonna to mix it up a little bit. Guess what? Change was coming. I just didn't know the change was going to look like my sister. Right? And if you watch, I wonder if you remember that. Because she usually watches from Carolina. I only tell these stories when she's not here. She might hurt me. <laughs> but through those things... There's new opportunities, and sometimes we might feel in life that we're on that merry-go-round. But I'm going to tell you what, God will hold you on that thing. God, God will, will make sure you get slowed down and in the right spot, regardless. And so when things are changing and things are speeding up and there's new opportunities, let me tell you, guess what? It's good to know we have the same faithful God. Somebody say amen. Whew, I want to read through this a little bit here. I said, you know what, even with mistakes and, and things like that, God's still good. It ain't his mistakes, it's our mistakes. I'm saying he's good. And, and I wrote this down here, and I've talked to people about different things like this. And when they see that God is faithful, sometimes they mistake his unchanging as boring. Read the Bible. The Bible is not boring. Man, they got some stuff right there that, that, that Jerry Springer be blushing. Look back through the Old Testament, different things like that. David and this got somebody killed, shacking up with somebody else. Why we got this other thing going on over here? I mean, there's all types of things going on in the Bible, right? All types of things. I don't see the Bible as boring, do y'all? I see it as amazing. It's amazing that a God would love me. Got to make it personal. You can say you. That much that he would leave heaven and come and walk this life out without sin, willingly go to the cross, pour out his blood, be beaten for us, spit on, crown of thorns, everything else, and turn around so that you and I 
can come boldly to the throne of grace. That you and I, through the death, burial, resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, that thankfully he is the same today, yesterday, and forever. Amen. And that we could know, not think, hope so, maybe so, know so, that because of what he did for us, when we receive that by faith, we can have peace. Amen. I don't care what, how fast your merry-go-round life's going. I don't care how fast your sister's spinning it or anything else. When you are secure in Christ, it's going to be all right. Let's take a look at a few of these verses. These are great verses for you guys to put down and, and, and review sometime. Look at this. Isaiah 40, 28 says, Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the, the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depth of his understanding. So, so I, I look at this. I said, man, so let me set it right here. I said, even before you start to pray, realize this. Take a look at this. He's the everlasting God. He's the creator. He never grows weak or weary. And, and we can't even understand the depths of his understanding. So when you start praying, how about just putting that in your heart first? That's who you're going to. If you know the Lord Jesus Christ and you have put your faith in him, this is the, the link. This is the avenue. This is who we pray to, God Almighty, the one true God. So look at this. Everlasting God, the creator of the earth, never weak, never weary, and we can't even, can't even understand how awesome he is. Now, if you put that in your heart and you start to pray, would that change your prayer life a little bit? I think so. I think if you know who he is and know whose you are, it starts changing things. It'll revolutionize your prayer life right there. Just understanding who he is, what he's done, how much he loves you. And that's what I was thinking about today. So, so since last week, even more so, while we're studying prayer and we're looking at these things, I was like, man, I'm not just going to Joe Blow. I'm not just going to my daddy around the corner. I'm not just going to Uncle, Uncle Fred. I'm going to Lord God Almighty. That changes everything, doesn't it? He has unlimited resources. He has all wisdom. He knows the beginning from the end. He sees my life all the way, played out all the way for eternity. He has an eternal perspective. So guess what? That ought to shrink our worry right there, and it ought to gain a little praise for the Lord. Somebody say amen. Let's do it. Look at this, Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not a human, so he does not change his mind. He, uh, has he ever spoken uh, and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? Man, that gives you some confidence, don't it? I'm going to get ready to preach here in a minute. I've got to get my water. Y'all holding on? Everybody good? Amen. I told you the last couple of days the Lord has been sifting and showing, and even right up to right now he's still showing me stuff. Last night, boy, I'm going to tell you what. Anybody else might have been asleep, but me and Jesus won't. Even Sasha, I was over there working on this, and I was praying. And the dog was like, what's going on? As I look at this, and I said, man, this ought to give us some confidence in Christ, and it ought to frame our prayers in these truths. I said, it will revolutionize your, your, your day. I said, take note of your journey. Take note of your journey and what God has promised. And, and I hope this makes sense, because last night, it was like, like I was watching, watching a movie of my life. And, and I was just thinking about this, and it just knocked me right in the head. And, and so, so one of the things I wrote down there, I said, I believe a lot of times we get caught up in the moment and we actually lose some precious, precious 
minutes. Does that make sense? We're so wrapped up in the moment that we don't see the, the beauty of the minute. Now, if y'all allow me a little grace here, I, I appreciate this. In that moment when the Lord gave me that last night, immediately in my brain, I went back to when I was 20 years old. I could tell you what I had on. I had flip-flops on. I had my sunglasses on. I was talking to my dad in the garage. It's summertime. It was nice. And I walked in there, and my dad was sitting in his rocking chair. It's just like it played out last night with, with, this, with, with what God was showing me about don't miss the minute in the midst of the, of, of the moment, okay, if that makes any sense. Don't miss out what I'm doing because you're so busy living this out. Take a minute and see what I'm doing. And I said, but Dad, what are you doing? And my dad had cut out every picture, every newspaper article of my band and everywhere we're playing, when me and Mickey was playing and everything else. He had all those. Because back then when we were playing music, every week they would put where you were playing. He would find that. He would cut it out. And he would have one of my buddies film everything we did. My dad, my, my dad to this day still has this many VCR tapes, VHS tapes of us playing music. See, sometimes if you feel like you miss out on something, you might overcompensate to squeeze the rest of it out. See, my dad was gone a lot in the military, and I thank, thank him for that, and I thank anybody that serves. I understand from the, from the family side, he was gone a lot. So when he got home, it was, I'm making time up with my family. You really can't, but he did everything he could. But he knew I loved to play the music, and God used all that. He showed me this really cool lesson last night. So my dad was showing this, and he was making this scrapbook. And he had everything in it. He had, he had the, the, the magazine articles, and he had where we were playing, and he had the picture. And in the background, he's, he's, he's watching the band. Now, I can tell you pretty much, my dad probably didn't care for Ted Nugent, okay, <laughs> or Van Halen or any of that. But see, the thing was, that was something that we could do together. The thing was, he was going to show me something, even, whether he realized it or not, but he told me something last night. The Lord revealed that to me. And I said, Dad, why are you doing all that stuff? Let's go get a hot dog. Let's go do something. Let's, you know. and, and, and he said to me, he said, son, I, I'm just doing this because one day you'll want to look back on this. I'm 20. Yeah, let's go eat. Right? One day you're going to sit back and you want to see some of this stuff. And he said, bud, you're too busy living it now to understand everything you've been blessed with. Wow. That right there. See, that's small potatoes, the music stuff. And I heard that last night, and I said, right now, in walking with the Lord, we're going through the middle of some things, and we're so busy with the shiny and new and the this and the that and all this stuff, don't miss out what I want to show you. Take a minute. I'm doing some cool stuff in your life. I'm doing some cool stuff in the, in the church. Family. Don't miss out on the minute because you're wrapped around the moment. I know that's probably, I don't know if that's coming out right. Don't get so wrapped up around the picture when, when I'm giving you slices like each frame that I'm going to show you something. I'm going to teach you something. And, and you know what? When you look back on this, you're going to go, wow. How about you if you, you go back in your life? Sometimes things got to get uncomfortable to move you to the next level of stuff. Can I, can I get an amen there? And you think, man, what's going on? This is a little uncomfortable. I just like it like it used to be. Well, there's not no used to be because time's moving. 
But you can look back and reflect on that and go, wow, look how far God's carried us. That's my whole thing about sharing that story. You know what? He has he ever promised and not carried it through. Man. And so as all this is going off in my mind and I'm going, wow, this is amazing. I think back at different things maybe that God has whispered to us. How about you in your life? Plug into the story. What is it? Maybe, maybe you thought, how in the world is this going to work? How's this going to play out? We don't know. You know, what about this situation? What about this situation? But if you go back and you take it a frame at a time through what God's brought you through, it will build you up so much when that next, when the next scene comes in, you say, I don't know how it's going to end, but I know who's going to be with me when I get to the other end. I don't know how it's all going to work out. And it might be some bumps and bruises and some skin up elbows or whatever the case may be. I, I'm going to make it. You know what? The world's trying to, to, to use my merry-go-round, but God has got me in place. It's the gravity he's got around our life to hold us through the midst of the storm. It's, it's his love that is unconditional, that doesn't change, that's going to continue to make sure that we stay on course. Somebody say amen. Let me tell you, it's the whole thing about God saying, look, I'm not going to ever leave you. Never. Have you ever heard that? And then they walk out. You never hear God say that. We may walk away, but God will never. I got to tell you a little funny joke. Many of y'all know that this is a second marriage for me. And uh, in my first marriage, I thought I had knew it all and did everything right. And so I told my first wife, I said, well, I'm, I'm just going to tell you. If you think you can find somebody to treat you better, you might as well just go ahead and, hey, I'm still talking. <laughs> I'm still talking to you. That's probably about the last time I've seen her. But anyway, <laughs> so, you know, God's always showing me stuff like that. I was like, I wasn't done yet. So, you know, but you know what's cool? As, as, as time goes by, guess what? I found Jesus, so, she, so did she, and I want the best for her. That's good. But, you know, it's through those uncomfortable times. It's when I thought I had it all figured out. Anybody else have, anybody else have it all figured out in their life? One day, one day you thought you did, and then you found out you didn't? You know, the Holy Ghost is trying to lift your arm, and you got your arm going, I'm not going to raise my arm. <laughs> you know it's you too, but I, I'll tell you what. That's the whole thing. As we go through stuff and things change, let me tell you, aren't you glad that God is the same faithful God? Let's move on here. Every good gift, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Man. We did a message a while back, just popped in my mind, check your blind spot. Remember that? Check your blind spot. You know, you're moving over, check your blind spot. And now they got those fancy cars that'll tell you if you're too close to stuff. Beep, 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 beep. I got a 74 truck, right? You know what, 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 how I know if I'm over, somebody goes, mur, mur. <laughs> you're in the wrong lane. I had a guy talking the other day, he said, man, you know what? He says, having a junk car is a good thing. He said, how's that? He said, man, you don't sweat nothing. Blood pressure's low. He said, when you go to merge and you got a bump, got a bungee cord on, holding your bumper together, people get over. You don't need all that. Hey, I'm good, baby. That's it. He said, a guy hit his car a while back, right? Had a dent in it. And the guy, he said, he was on there with his insurance agent. He said, I was on the phone with my travel agent. He said, I'm not fixing that car. He said, oh, man, did I do that right there? The guy said, no, that right there, that bought me a refrigerator. This right here, I'm going to Tahiti, right? <laughs> I ain't worried about that, right? And I thought, boy, we get all wrapped around the wheel. 
Now, I know it's just kind of crazy. I thought that guy was a great, great comedian, Christian comedian guy. And I thought, man, wouldn't it be something if we didn't sweat the small stuff? Wouldn't it be something? We're not preaching against having good things and taking care of stuff. But I, in, in that moment, I said, man, you know what? We get all wrapped around a wheel on stuff that really don't matter sometimes, don't we? We should really get wrapped around the plan of God. Get our hearts and minds and hands wrapped around his word and speak that. Because you know why? I'm going to bring it home with this. Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I'm going to tell you what. I've got a question for you. How are you going to spend your day today? How much time are you going to spend with the Lord? How, how much time are you going to think, Lord, what are the new opportunities that you set before us? Because here you go. Guess what? It's a new day. I'm going to read this again. Behold, I am about to do something new. Even now, it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness and the streams in the desert. Let me tell you, if God can make a way for his people through the desert, and he can give them water out of a rock, and he can give them manna, manna, manna out of the air, you think he can take care of us today? Is he not? The same yesterday and today and forever? Yes. Is he faithful? Does God got a pretty good track record? Yeah. Now, you know, I, I pray that maybe you took some of those notes down, and those are just a few scripture. Seek the scripture and go through there and look at God's faithfulness, even when we're not. I'm not encouraging us to not be faithful. I'm encouraging us to trust the one who never fails. And as we do, what did it say? A little by little. A little by little, God will start showing us how we can reflect him better. So today, I pray that through all that crazy stories I shared with you and everything else, that just maybe there was a reflection of God doing a work. Because your pastor doesn't got it all perfect, I can tell you that. I try to be very real about it. And when God shares something with me that, that just rocked my world like that, I said, Lord, I, I want them to understand how, how, how that was. And I went right back to that minute that my dad was telling me. But guess what? My heavenly father's telling me something even grander and greater. I got it. Why do we bring the bracelets? Huh? Dave knew that. God's got it. Even if he didn't, didn't like the end deal here, he got the best deal. We went to eat the other day. Funny, right? And Denise went with me, and she was shopping in this other little part. I did the man thing. I went over and ordered the food. And she likes to do her thing over there. And, and she's looking around. And she came back, and she said, our friend over there is going through a real tough time. She said, I don't know what it is. But our friend over there is going through a tough time. It might be health. It might be this or whatever. <laughs> she grabs my arm and she pulls one of the bracelets off. She said, I'll be back. So I walk over there with her and we said, we don't know what's going on. But we know God's got it. And we're going to be praying for you. She said, that's what I need. She didn't say anymore. But in that minute, we got to be a reflection of God the best we could. It doesn't always have to sparkle and shine and everything else, but maybe in that minute, it gives that person a little hope. Maybe in that moment, that's just what she needed. 
Maybe in that moment, that's just what you need. Maybe right now, maybe you're listening, that's what you need. God's got it. That doesn't mean we don't have bumps, bruises, and setbacks. But I'm going to tell you what. As believers in Christ, we should be able to come together and come alongside of one another with our eyes on the prize, our eyes on the Lord, and go out and share the message. Because, just like the scripture we had up there, it says that, you know what, little by little, more and more, we should be looking like Christ, even in our crisis. And that's tough sometimes. But I'm going to tell you what, it is totally doable because God said it was. And we're going to rely on him and we're going to shine for him and we're going to thank him and when we, we get knocked down we're going to get back up and we're going to encourage one another and we're going to share the gospel message anyway in every way we can I don't care if it's, if, if it's plumbing if it's electrical, if it's painting if it's helping somebody across the street if it's buying an egg omelet if it's just talking to somebody if it's giving them a God's got it bracelet if it's praying for somebody over in the, in the women's prayer, uh, the pocketbook section I don't care, I guarantee you that you are the peace of Jesus that he puts in the place that your feet tread for today and tomorrow. And as long as he leaves us here, he gives us an opportunity to praise the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, I love you and I praise you and I thank you for, for showing us so many things. And Lord, as we step out in a new day, show us how you want us to, to walk and talk and share and do and give and proclaim the goodness of, of who you are. Behold, today you set before us an opportunity. Lord, today you set before us a new day, a fresh start. You give us strength. You've lifted us up, Lord. You put joy in our heart as we praise you today through the songs and through, through just, just doing and giving and fellowshipping. Lord, I ask you today to continue to manifest your spirit in us in a way that is so amazing that people will say they have been with Jesus, that they know the one true God. And it's so good that we cannot share it. Matter of fact, we're commanded to share it. So today, if you're listening, today, if you're sitting here, you're not here by accident. You just didn't happen to stop by. God knew that today would be your day that you would be in a place that would love you where you are, share the gospel message with you, and give you an opportunity to respond to the greatest gift ever, and that's eternal life through a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You say, well, buddy, you don't know my background. Don't need to. God already knew that when, he came, when, when Jesus came to, to the cross. He already knew that. And what did he say on the cross? He said, it is finished. And three days later, after they buried, he rose again and sits on the right-hand side of God, interceding for all those that call upon the name of Jesus. So if you're here today and you've never called on the, on the name of Jesus and put your faith in the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that today is your day because it will change your life. It will set you in the family of God. And God will continue to grow you and show you all that he has for you, all that you can be, and all that he can work in you. He wants to work through you for his glory. So friends, let me ask you a question. If you die tonight, do you know for sure you'd go to heaven? You say, well, buddy, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a pretty nice guy. I'm not talking about a nice guy, a nice girl. I'm asking you, what are you counting on to get to heaven? If it's anything less 
than the death, burial, resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and your faith in that, you've fallen short. If you think it's anything more than that, you've, you've been deceived. It is only that. So friends, the Bible says, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. So if you're here today, you say, well, I, I don't even know. Hey, you can pray this from your heart. It's not just mumbling words. It's connecting by faith to what I've just shared with you, the gospel. That means good news. Lord, come into my life. Make it your prayer. And forgive me today of my sin. Lord, I believe you're the son of God, Jesus, that takes away the sin of the world. Today, I ask you to save me to help me turn from my sin and turn to you and fill me with your spirit, Lord. Today, I am a believer in Christ. And everybody said, amen. amen. Friends, if you're listening, you got any questions about that, feel free to give us a call. We'll be praying for you. We love you. We'll see you. Share the message. Bye-bye.